Welcome to another installment of The Chronicles of Gadget and Cadfile, a series of stories told to me, Tosh Mafuni, by Brother Cadfile, a gnome monk who has retired to the Tian Monastery, about his amazing adventures with Gadget, a gnomish engineer who has a knack for getting involved in some real mysteries around Azeroth. Hello, Brother Cadfile? Are you home? Hello? Well, well, Tosh Mafuni, how, how very nice to see you again. I was just laying out my afternoon tea. Would you, uh, would you care to join me? Why, yes. Thank you very much. I'll just uh, take a seat here and try this tea. Oh, wow. That's, that's very unusual. Isn't it, though? It was a gift that I received during a rather unusual tea party thrown by an acquaintance of my dear friend Gadget. Oh, yes? Well, that sounds like it must be an interesting story. I assume there was a mystery involved. Not this time, no. It was more of a social visit than anything professional for Gadget. But, honestly, I can't recall ever attending a tea party with such an odd collection of characters. Well, even though there wasn't a mystery, I'm sure our listeners would enjoy hearing about it. Certainly, certainly. It was an afternoon much like this one, and I was taking a break from my rounds of healing injured novices here at the monastery. I was just putting the teapot on to boil when I heard a familiar voice calling from outside my rooms. Hello, Cadfile. Are you in there, old friend? I hurried to the door and saw my dear friend Gadget mounted on one of her clever mechanical riding machines. She was smiling at me broadly, the afternoon sun making her eyes sparkle, her cheeks shine, and putting highlights in her beautiful pink hair. Hello, Gadget, I replied. I was just putting the tea on. Would you care to join me? She crossed her arms and said with good humor, Quite the coincidence, dear Cadfile. I was just dropping by to invite you to a tea party. Care to make a bit of a trip? She had barely completed her invitation before I grabbed my cloak and healing bag and was hurrying down the steps to join her. What mysteries await us this time, Gadget? I asked as I mounted my trusty goat. No mystery, Cadfile. This is purely a social visit. But we have quite a distance to travel, so let us be going. With that, she fired her machine to life. And we were off. As we traveled to the Shrine of the Seven Stars for the first leg of our journey, Gadget told me we were returning to Revendreth in the Shadowlands, where, you and your listeners may recall, we had traveled once before looking for mirror technology. Gadget had received an invitation from someone named Theotar, who she had made an acquaintanceship with during her adventures with the Venthyr. Theotar and his friends are a bit mad, but his invitation was so kind, I couldn't refuse, she said, as we made our way through the beautiful halls of Oribos and towards the Flightmaster and the rather harrowing Everworm ride to Revendreth. We arrived at a place called the Sanctuary of the Mad, and Gadget smoothed her hair and clothing from the ride. I'm afraid we travel on foot from here, Cadfile. I frowned looking out onto the sear and broken landscape, remembering our previous adventure in the Ember Ward. I say, Gadget, will it be safe? 
I seem to recall having quite a bit of trouble with ash ghouls last time we were here. She grinned, winked, and stroked the smooth stock of her trusty boomstick. Oh, I think we'll be quite safe, Cadfile, and she set off at her usual brisk pace. As we walked the steep, well-worn path down from the ruins of the sanctuary, Gadget told me that Theotar was throwing a small celebratory gathering. She handed me the invitation, which read roughly as follows. My dear Gadget, please join me and my associates as we raise a cup of tea to the end of the troubles in the Shadowlands. Given the key role you played in the fall of Sire Denathrius, the Jailer, and Sylvanas Windrunner, the party would not be the same without you. Well, frankly, I was shocked. Gadget, I asked, did you really do all those things? I, I had no idea. She tut-tutted and said, Theotar is prone to hyperbole, dear Cadfile. I had a minor hand in things at best. We soon came to a small roundabout, its center dominated by a massive and ancient dead tree, its wide base encircled by headstones with red burning candles on top of each one. Similar macabre displays surrounded the roundabout. Oh dear, Gadget, this tea party isn't in a graveyard, is it? I'd find that quite off-putting to my appetite. Gadget just chuckled. No, she said. And besides, those aren't grave markers, Cadfile. Those are sin stones. They represent the burdens that souls accumulated in life that they carry into Revendreth. Once a soul is cleansed of its burdens, their sinstone is abandoned. So, in a way, what you are seeing is more celebratory than mournful. I gave her a skeptical look, but her attention was already taken, standing arms akimbo in the center of the roundabout and muttering to herself, Now, which way was it? I became concerned and asked, Gadget, are we lost? She frowned at me. Cadfile, have you ever known me to become lost? I frowned right back at her. Have you forgotten about that time in Najjatar? But she cut me off. Never mind that, and besides, I think I recall now. And she strode off to her right towards a steep stone pathway that led down to a sandy, narrow valley. She pointed to another set of ruins on the other side of the valley. See the torch glow in those ruins, Cadfile? That's where we are headed. I was startled away from my attention to where she had pointed by the sudden report of her boomstick and the sight of an unfortunate ash ghoul laying dead in the middle of the path below us. Pitiful creatures, Gadget said, as we walked past the body. But I suppose final death is a mercy. Gadget dispatched several more of the light-crazed creatures before we reached the stone-arched entryway into the Mad Duke's parlor. We stepped into one of the most unusual scenes I have ever beheld. A long, massive table dominated the large stone-lined room, and seated at, on, and around the table were a very colorful set of characters. Seated at the head of the table was a shirtless Venthyr holding a parasol. This odd-looking person immediately waved to Gadget. Ah, Gadget, how delightful. Look who has joined us, everyone. We were greeted in turns by a pair of dredgers at the table, another Venthyr who was busy at some sort of work at the back of the room, and, to my alarm, an ash ghoul who was crouched on a stack of crates amidst a jumble of sin stones and other rubbish 
in the corner. Hello, Theotar, Gadget said to our host, and she shook his large, claw-like proffered hand warmly. Thank you for the invitation. Allow me to introduce my associate, Cadfile. I hope you don't mind that I brought him along. Under his ornate and high-piled hairdo, Theotar's hawk-like face broke into a smile, and he said, Of course, of course. What am I thinking? He tisked to himself, Insanity is no excuse for bad manners. And he clapped his hands towards the dredger standing in the middle of the table. Gubbins, two more seats for our honored guests, if you please. The dredger nodded and said, Gubbins, help, hopping down from the table to drag a couple of loose crates from the pile of rubbish in the corner to the table. Gadget and I took our seats, and he patted our shoulders with a meaty hand, grinning at us in turn and asking, You happy? I started to comment that the crates only brought us nose level to the massive table, but Gadget cut me off with a kick to my shin and said, Yes, thank you, Gubbins. With this, the simple creature grinned even wider and leapt back onto the table, returning to whatever task he was engaged in. Theotar stood with a flourish and said, Now that our honored guests are seated, shall we toast to the end of the troubles here in the Shadowlands? Tubbins, tea for everyone. The other dredger, who was apparently Tubbins, muttered something under his breath before scraping his chair back from his place at the table and delivering cups of tea from the large cauldron and teapots at the center of the table. Theotar raised his teacup and said, There are very few activities more alluring than sipping fine tea with friends. And remember, choose what you cling to carefully, but then cling to it with everything you have and never let go, no matter the odds. He was interrupted by a loud cackle of laughter from the ash ghoul in the corner who said, Don't glum chum, drum and thrum. After a short awkward pause, Theotar said, Well said, Lady Sybil, and took a sip of his tea before sitting down again. I gave Gadget a confused look and she shook her head slightly before taking a drink herself. Now, Theotar said, Introductions all around for the benefit of our new friend, Master Cadfile. Master Cadfile, these are my faithful friends and servants, Gubbins and Tubbins. You first, gentlemen. The dredger who had delivered our crates bowed to me in the most ludicrous manner. Gubbins do good, he said. I inclined my head to him. Pleased to meet you, Gubbins. Gubbins' green eyes crinkled with his grin and his long ears flapped, as he indicated one of the teapots on the table. Gubbins find teapot? Gadget whispered to me, Gubbins and Tubbins had to find one of Theotar's teapots that was lost in the desiccation. Gubbins apparently heard Gadget and nodded. Run fast, kill ghouls, find teapot. Theotar broke in. That's quite enough, Gubbins. Tubbins, introduce yourself to Master Cadfile, if you please. The dredger named Tubbins looked up from his work, which appeared alchemical in nature, and I assumed had something to do with the tea, touched the brim of his pointed hat and said, I'm the pretty one. I waited for more, but he had already returned to his work. Hello, Tubbins, I said. Theotar then gestured to the other Venthyr in the room. Mistress Volka, would you care to introduce yourself? 
The rather dour-looking female Venthyr looked briefly annoyed at being interrupted from her work on a red crystal. She sighed and with exaggerated patience set down her large tool, gave me a very direct look and said simply, Volca, Glazier. She picked up her tool and returned to her crafting. The clearly insane ghoul in the corner cackled again and shouted, Easily perceived, hardly sieved. Quite right, Lady Sybil, Theotar responded to this apparent non-sequitur. Volca is far too modest. She is a master glazier of some note here in Revendreth, and risked life and limb to escape imprisonment by the ash ghouls, the scorched outcast, and scavengers in the desiccation to retrieve her tools and bring her profound talents to our little party. Volca snorted at this without looking up from her work. The ash ghoul in the corner cried out, More touch, need crutch, hurt so much. Theotar gave her a pitying look. Yes, yes, Sybil, I haven't forgotten you. Master Cadfile, this is Lady Sybil of Sinfall. Gadget whispered to me again, Poor Sybil led me to Theotar and to Prince Renethal when I first came to Revendreth. I fear her madness may be somehow associated with an unfortunate history with the dreadlord Sathravar. I was never able to find sufficient clues to unravel that one. I nodded and called out to the mad ghoul in the corner, Delighted to meet you, Lady Sybil, to which she responded, Pale is frail, a fairy tale. I asked Gadget under my breath, Does she always speak in rhyme? Gadget answered with a quirk to her mouth, All the time. I covered my laughter by taking another sip of tea. Gadget rose, standing on her crate, so that her head and shoulder were just above the level of the table. And now, I must make a toast to our host, master of Thornhill Manor, hero of the revolution, perfecter of the crown of harvesters, and next to Prince Renethal, the best-looking shirtless Venthyr in Revendreth. Ladies and gentlemen, raise your cups to Duke Theotar. The guests at this mad tea party all stood and shouted collectively, Out Fox the Fox! Laughing Stocks! Poppycocks! The mad duke stood, and setting down his parasol, put his open hand to his chest and bowed deeply. Thank you, friends, he said, emotion choking his voice. Thank you so very, very much. He wiped away a tear, picked up his parasol, and said to Gadget and I, now, would you two care for a postprandial stroll? I tugged at Gadget's sleeve urgently, and when she looked at me, I frowned and gave her a short but emphatic shake of my head. Gadget nodded in understanding of my hesitancy to stroll the dangerous environs of the desiccation. Sadly, she said to Theotar, I'm afraid Cadfile and I have other engagements. But thank you, dear friend, for this most delightful afternoon to which I added, and the lovely and unusual tea. Gadget and I hopped down from our crates and made to leave, but were intercepted at the archway by the dredger named Tubbins. He approached me and slipped a large sachet into my healing bag. He winked and whispered to me, Tubbins knows best. And with that, Gadget and I made the return trip to Oribos, where we went our separate ways. Me home here to the monastery and Gadget too. 
wherever it is she goes on her own adventures. Well, Brother Cadfile, that was certainly interesting. As is this tea. Do you happen to know what's in it? Not really. And given where it came from, frankly, I think it's best not to ask. Thanks for listening to another installment of The Chronicles of Gadget and Cadfile, made possible today by a generous grant from the Utopia Sky Foundation. Utopia Sky, because the future is calling. The Chronicles of Gadget and Cadfile is a work of fan fiction based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used herein are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Halfell Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Report, or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.